A good friend of mine who's also a gift basket designer started an account with a car sales company, company that sells automobiles. She gave that company 30 days to pay for the gift baskets that she made. And those gift baskets were for people who purchased an automobile, something to say thank you. Within the 30 days, the company did not pay for the gift baskets. And this went on for too long. I didn't ask my friend how long. I didn't really want to get into it because it was a sore spot for her. But the company took so much time to pay for those gift baskets that my friend had to get the city sheriff to intervene for her to get her money. She and the sheriff went down to the car sales company and the car sales company wrote a check on the spot for that order. <laughs> and of course, my friend did not want any more orders from them because if they're going to pay like that, who needs any kind of account in that way? Certainly it was great to get the account, but the way it ended and not being able to get money from them, that's not such a great deal. <laughs> so it is very important to make your sales decisions without the fear of whether or not you're going to get the sale or not. Because if you're not getting paid for the sale, it's not really an account and it's not a good feel. Let's talk about making sure that you get paid. And we've talked about this before, but sometimes you need to get back on track with your orders and your sales. So let's talk about making sure that you get paid no matter whether it's an individual or a large company giving you the sale. Stay tuned. Welcome to Gift Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, the Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at GiftBasketBusiness.com. What a shame that some of us have to go through different hoops or really, yeah, through hoops to get paid, especially when we don't have our terms and conditions set for every company and every individual, whomever we are making gift baskets for. We need to have a set standard for ourselves so that we're not afraid of losing an account, especially if an account is not going to pay in the first place or be very laxed at paying us. That's like a no payment and all the energy and anxiety that goes through you as a person, all the stress that you have to, that you have, and maybe you have to go to a doctor or see a therapist or something like that. That is not what gift baskets are about. That's not what any business is about, but certainly not a business that brings comfort and joy to others. It ought to be bringing comfort and joy to you as well as the person who is providing gifts to other people. I have three different thoughts and three different steps to consider as you are ensuring that you are making sales decisions without fear. Because the first fear is that you won't get the order. If the company or the person hears something from you that keeps them from ordering. And that is, it's not a bad thing, certainly. What your terms and conditions are, 
are to not only help you, but help to keep the other person in line, so to speak. But that's not one of the steps that I have to share. That's just something that I know about having this type of business and how we want to please everybody or most people, especially if you are new to the business or semi-new to the business and you see a big account possibly coming and you want to be very open to working with them, you also have to be very open to your own bottom line. So keep that in mind always. The first idea, really it's not an idea, but the first step is to create and stick with your sales terms and conditions. Everyone ought to abide by the same terms and conditions no matter who they are. It's an individual, it's a corporation, association, it's a small business. If you have different terms and conditions for different people or different people, yes, that are ordering from you, who are ordering from you, then you're going to get very confused. There's going to be chaos in your business. That is not something that you want. So creating and sticking with the same sales terms and conditions is going to be to your benefit and certainly to the benefit of anyone who is ordering from you. The second point is to list all of your order needs on your internal order form. You have a specific order form that you use when you are on the road and in an office taking orders. You have an internal order form, the same one that you use when you pick up the phone and you receive an order. And those order needs are to be consistent, just like your terms and conditions. When you're talking with someone, you want to make sure that the food choices are going to be the right blend in the gift basket. So that goes back to foods and fragrant items not being in the same gift basket. You want to have that on your internal order form so that you not only recall it, but also any assistant people who are taking orders for you also know about those food choices. You need to have allergy information on the order form so that you ask the question, is anyone allergic to wheat, to soy, or anything like that, that may be in any of the foods that you include in the gift baskets, or maybe some of the scents or aromas in any of the items that are non-foods. Sometimes a person doesn't like the smell of gardenia or roses or anything like that. You want to ask those questions before you finalize the order. What is the delivery date for the gift? What are the shipping charges? You want to make sure that you have that. And that may not be on your internal order form, but it may be on another document that you refer to so that you cover all of that information right up front with whomever is ordering from you. And the third area of this, making sure that your sales decisions are made without fear, is to be ready for curveballs during an order. And curveballs can occur at any point. And curveballs are the questions that you're asked that a person or an individual from a corporation may ask you and you feel like you have to fit into what they want. And that's not true. If what they want is not going to be accommodating to your schedule, then 
you either have an alternative that you don't have to give them right away. You might call them again or text them or however you contact them to give them an update, or you will know immediately whether or not you can provide them with whatever service or help they need because you've been asked that question before. Some of the curveballs that I have received and other designers have received are asking if they can pay within 30 days. And we talked about this at the very beginning where my friend had a 30-day account with a company and they did not pay in 30 days, 60 days, or even 90 days. And she had to get the sheriff to help her get her money. If you are asked, if you take checks, you already have terms and conditions. Do you take checks? If you do, fine. If you don't, you don't take checks. Another curveball, can you waive the shipping charge? If you are located in Maine and the gift baskets are going to California, that shipping charge is going to be very high, whether it's one gift or many gift baskets. You need to know if you are going to waive the shipping charge. And I'm not going to tell you no or yes. This is something you need to know as part of your terms and conditions. Two other curveballs is, can you throw in extras? Well, what is the throw? <laughs> I guess that goes back to the curveball. What extras are the person talking about? I've had people say to me, well, I want this gift basket that's on your website, but then can you throw in a box of chocolates and some wafers? Well, anything can be added, but it's going to cost more. And when you get the throw in extras question, That means that the person, usually means that the person does not want to pay for those items. You paid for them. The person who was ordering needs to pay for them. Or maybe you will throw in those extras for them. You really have to watch your coins and how you conduct your business. The last question is, can we get a discount? That's a popular question from a person who is ordering from you. What is a discount? How much are they looking for? 5%, 3%, 100%. Sure, they'd love that. What are your terms and conditions? A lot of people who are ordering from you for the first time will ask if they can get a discount. What is your response to that? You need to know what you are going to respond with in terms of questions such as this. And there's certainly going to be more in the curveball category that you will experience. It's very important to recognize what you're going to say. Again, you can say that you will get right back to them with your response because sometimes you can't say what the answer is right away. You feel compelled to do it because you are sometimes anxious in making the sale, but anxious sales always add up to more money out of your pocket. And the person who's ordering will probably not order again. Or if they order again, they will expect the same discounts, the same waiving of shipping charges, the same throwing in extras because you've already introduced that with the first order. And you really don't want that to happen. So it is important for you to make sales without fear, without the fear of losing a customer. Because usually when you are considering that you want to keep that customer, think again, that might not be the customer you really want to keep because of all of the extras that they want for no money. 
Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for making sales decisions without fear. Next week, we'll discuss another important topic that will elevate your notoriety and your income. And be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device. I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.